like I said, it, it was like instant family because we all, we all had the same experiences. We all came from fucked up childhoods and we all were like just an island of misfit toys, but we all found each other. You know what I'm saying? Great experiences build great leaders. Great leaders build great teams. This is Building Great Sales Teams. All right, guys, thank you for joining us back on the big. <laughs> thank you for joining us back on the Building Great Sales Teams podcast, guys. Um, See, sometimes we just roll with it. You know, we don't need to go back and edit that. It is what it is. So let me tell you guys where I'm at. I'm actually in uh, Colorado Springs right now. I'm going to, I'm just going to refer to Ryan every now and then when I can't figure out what word I'm supposed to say next because, dude, I'm drained, right? <laughs> These audits take everything out of me. And so we're here at uh, the Turf Pro Solutions office, their corporate office in Colorado Springs. Uh, this is a, uh, an amazing organization that has been built with brute force and uh, they know they know what a lot of us know that the market last year got flooded with millions and millions and millions upon millions of dollars right all this artificial growth in the market and so they had a nice 37 percent increase in in their sales which you wouldn't think that somebody that had that kind of increase would invest in consulting to find out how to sell better right <laughs> but or, or to create a sales program but you know neil their owner is very smart and he recognizes that hey this is not going to last this artificial growth that we've experienced we need to have a foundation so when the economy changes we're we're like ninjas when it comes to getting in people's home and getting them to buy turf right and so we've been doing an audit all day on their on their uh, sales program, just tearing it apart every which way and finding out where we can increase conversion rates along the sales process, you know. And so, you know, this was a total of roughly five and a half hours or so that we did this. We, you know, stopped for 30 minutes for lunch. And uh, so it, it can be incredibly draining. So pardon any mistakes I make throughout this. And we're also shooting it on the road. We're not in our, in our normal studio, but we're making it work, right? We want to make sure that we never miss an episode for you guys. We do three episodes a week. It's Tuesday at 4.19 p.m. And Ryan is still going to get this episode by, out by tomorrow morning. And I'm lucky <laughs> that he's willing to do that after everything we've done today. So let's get into it. The topic on today's episode is masterminds. And uh, the reason that I want to talk about these is, you know, if you're in the first hundred grand in your business, you've probably experienced some type of ad, some type of influencer or another salesperson or, you know, somebody that is also an entrepreneur tell you about a mastermind they're in or pitch a mastermind or pitch a Facebook group or pitch a membership or something, right? There's all different levels to this. There's, hey, you're part of my Facebook group, you're on my email campaign, and you have access to an hour call with me once a month. You know, there's that type of, you know, at the end of the day, it's a mastermind, right? We do calls once a week or something like that, right? And then there's the bigger, more um, complicated ones or um, diverse ones, I should say, you know? 
And when I first heard about masterminds, immediately I'm like, what, you got to pay a five grand a year to be in a Facebook group? What a scam. You know, immediately I was like, these people don't have real businesses. You know what I mean? All they're doing is saying, hey, sign up for my mastermind wall to get together and we'll talk about business and then I'm going to charge you a fee. And I was like, I, I can go find a bunch of entrepreneurs and do that on my own anyways. But guess what? You won't. <laughs> so, so like I said, there's all different levels to this. But what I realized over time is that I was wrong. Okay. The first time that I heard about uh, Ryan Stuman was he did a social media mastery class, right? And so, you know, this was, I don't know, maybe six or seven years ago. And when you looked on people's social media pages, it, the the influencer look wasn't as standard as it was today. The con- the investment in time and money into content was not what it was today. So when you looked at Stuman's page and it was just full of value and content, it was just, you know, you hadn't seen anything like that before. So I said, okay, this guy knows social media. He's giving me that image. And I, you know, now people can do that in like 15 minutes, spruce up their Facebook page, say they're an entrepreneur or they're whatever the newest trend is. Take a couple of pictures, Photoshop the crap out of them or take a picture next to the car. And then all of a sudden they look like they're successful, right? Now that's standard commonplace, but back then it wasn't, right? And so I was like, okay, this guy has to know social media. I went and I, I, I did the class. It was amazing. And of course, w- what happened probably has happened with you. It happens with most people. I took a, a portfolio full of notes and I did not implement one thing. But what did happen was I met three or four other entrepreneurs and one of them is still my friend today. And, you know, the other three fell by the wayside, but we had a few conversations after that. We had a few calls, you know what I mean? We helped each other out with marketing, with sales, with operations, you know? And I spent, I think it was $250 for the uh, class plus uh, travel, you know, maybe another 500 bucks or something like that because I just drove up there and stayed in a hotel. And so it was worth it to me, even though I didn't come back and implement the very thing that Ryan was teaching, Right. But I got around those like-minded entrepreneurs, and it was pretty cool. And so turns out a couple years later, he pops back up on my radar with Million Dollar Mastermind, right? And so that is an event that uh, Stuman and uh, Break Free Academy put put together once a year. It's massive now. He got Ed Milet, Eric Thomas. It's amazing, right? But whenever I went out to this event, the headliner, I think, was uh, Sean Whalen that year. And so I, I hadn't really heard of Sean Whalen again. Looked at his social media, looked like a cool guy. Lion's not cheap, love the t-shirt. You know, I'm, I'm definitely going to go and check this out, right? And so immediately when I get there, like people start striking up conversations. We're talking about business. And probably about halfway through the day, I realize, oh my gosh, like I found my people. You know what I mean? I've never really fit in anywhere. I've always been kind of a loner, high school, elementary, didn't matter. And then immediately once I started my business and I was successful, I was always like, the the most successful person in the room, you know what I'm saying, which which was difficult at a young age, you know, because you you can't have the conversations you're having at work with your friends, you know what I mean. You can't have the conversations you're having at Million Dollar Mastermind with your friends back at home. It just doesn't make any sense. So so right away there was a uh, an immediate feeling of family, you know, which not coming from a strong family that was a big deal to me, and so that was the first impact that it made. And, and so I started having all these conversations with these different people. They're like, Hey, are you in apex executives? 
And I'm like, no, what's that? And he's like, it's a, it, it's a mastermind group. We meet once a month. You know what I'm saying? They bring in speakers and these aren't just regular speakers. These are multi-million dollar business owners that are teaching us different things that we can do inside of our business to scale it. And I'm like, that sounds amazing. Right. And before I went to <laughs> million dollar mastermind, um, I had actually hired Ryan, uh, to talk to my sales guys for an hour. So the, the talk was scheduled over zoom. It was scheduled a couple weeks after million dollar mastermind. So I'm up there at MDM and Ryan's walking by and I'm like, Hey brother, you got a minute? And he's like, no. <laughs> and I didn't think when I asked the question, right. But he said, it's fine. What's up? And I'm like, Hey, what is this, uh, apex executives thing? And he was like, I'll, sh- I'll shoot a text over to Druby and he'll take care of you. But you're going to love it. And if you join, I'll do your talk for free. You can just take that 10 grand that you paid me and put it towards the executive fee. And I'm like, well, shit, how much is the executive fee? <laughs> and so I, I can't remember how much it was back then, but I, you know, I ended up signing up with Ruby and uh, joining the executives. And at my first fly on Friday, I realized, oh shit, there's three levels to this, you know, like, there's entourage, there's entrepreneurs, and then there's, there's executives. And executives is like 50, 60 grand a year. So I'm coming in at the top level. And, and let me tell you guys, I got, I got no business coming in at the top level. <laughs> I just didn't. You know what I mean? At that time, I think my business was doing like $2.5 million, somewhere around there. And um, most of the guys at that level, their businesses are doing, you know, eight figures plus, right? They own multiple businesses or, you know what I mean, they're just investors at that point. They've sold their businesses you know, so all of a sudden it was like immediate imposter syndrome, right? And so that was my, you know, initial experience with a legit organized mastermind. And so what I liked about it, though, is right away I was not the smartest person in the room. Immediately I was probably the least smartest person in the room, definitely the least successful, right? And so it, it, it created an instant barrier of entry. Now, you know how they always say you become the average of the five people you hang around with. And so now my average was like 10 million a year in business. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like I could only be pulled up to that average, right? And so it created this awesome barrier of entry. And then, like I said, it, it was like instant family because we all we all had the same experiences. We all came from fucked up childhoods and we all we're like just an island of misfit toys, but we all found each other. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, you think the way I think? Oh, cool. You know, we get to nerd out on this and, you know, chop it up about it and everything. And, you know, it was just like, like you, you, you think you had been alone your whole life. And then all of a sudden there's all these people that think just like you, you know? And so it was a, it was an amazing experience that alone I would say is worth the fee. You know what I mean? Uh, but you know, of course there's all different levels to it and everything. So what I would recommend, you know, and depending on where you're at, you know what you can and can't spend, right? But even if you join at the entourage level, which is, I think right now is 3K a year, right? You're joining 2,000 other entrepreneurs, right? And every time there's an event or something like that, you're showing up to the event. And so here, here's, here's my advice. Once you get into these groups, and I was a victim of this, Everything is shiny. Everything is new. All the concepts you're hearing about, whether it's mindset, whether it's tactical, operational, marketing, 
sales, lead gen, it, it, it doesn't matter. You, you start learning about all these amazing things that you can do in your business. And so my first piece of advice is slow down, right? Slow down, implement slow, you know? And, and when I say slow, I don't mean like wait to implement something you just learned, like implement it, but don't implement four or five things at one time, right? Take one thing at a time, take your favorite thing, your biggest ROI and implement that and see it through for the next couple months, right? And then go back to your notes and find something else and keep doing that, right? The The second thing I would say is in these mastermind groups, there is an overwhelming peer pressure to spend a shitload of money on everything, right? These are people, you're constantly surrounded by people that have liquid, a hundred grand, a million dollars, $10 million in their portfolio. You know what I'm saying? So when they come and they stroke a check for something like, you know, a, a lead gen process or a follow-up process or uh, another mastermind or a coaching or uh, a PJ flight, all that stuff, you're going to feel overwhelming pressure to do that too. Even if you know that that's not in your budget or that your business isn't profiting at a level that you should be spending five grand on a private jet trip. You know what I'm saying? I was completely victim to that. <laughs> and, I, and I'm not going to say victim. I made that choice and I, you know, I've lived with it since. Right. And so, especially in executives, there's a lot of that happening. You know what I'm saying? And you're, you're not a child. They don't, they, they don't go into your books and make sure that you can afford it. You know what I'm saying? So let go of that pressure. Cause one of the things I've noticed is, the guys that are making the most progress, you know, obviously executive, at the, you're at the level where you've either sold a business or your business operates on its own and it doesn't need you to scale, right? So the guy, the guys that are making the most progress, the biggest jumps, they're typically in that middle ground where they may use a few services that the people in the mastermind have, but for the most part, they're doing a lot of the work themselves and they're they're in the weeds, I guess you could say. But all of a sudden you see a guy... That's in the weeds in year one, and now he's got multiple, multiple locations in year two, or he's he's doubled his gross revenue in year two, because the mastermind gave him all the tools in order to do that, and he didn't overextend himself financially or time wise. You know, that's one of the other things I did is I committed to a lot of different events and things that I was asked to go to that maybe I didn't even have to spend money on. I just went to talk at, or I went to volunteer, or whatever the case was, because I enjoyed being around this family of choice. Not family of origin, family of choice is what we, we typically call each other. And so you want to show up for everybody and everybody's thing and support everybody. And I did. I showed up to everything. If somebody was talking, I showed up and I showed out for them, right? And I overextended myself and, you know, that's one of the things that happens in these things. So I would just, as a word of caution, going through all that. So the second mastermind that I joined is called Real Business Owners. And the reason that I was excited about this one is because there's a podcast called Real Business Owners, and the owners are Trevor and Kale, and uh, they own Easier Accounting, which is an amazing uh, accounting firm that has scaled untraditionally, I, I should say. Most time accounting firms work off referrals. These guys, and yes, they've scaled via referrals, but it's more affiliates, right? And so anyways, uh, so from the first time that I heard their podcast, I fell in love with it, you know what I mean? Because the title alone was like real business owners. And I had always had taken issue with, you know, anybody that didn't have a real business, but they called themselves an entrepreneur. You know what I mean? They started a Shopify store and they were an entrepreneur now, 
you know what I mean? And that we're basically fronting on social media. So I loved the title of their show. And then when they had conversations about the show, it was like mindset. It was money. It was motivation. It was faith. It was pushing yourself. It's It was creating pain now so you can handle it later when it's forced upon you, right? And so it kind of opened my eyes to that development piece. And then they came out with the mastermind. And I was like, it's not even a question of how much, like, I need to join this thing because I believed in their mission, right? And so what, what, I, what I love about Apex is you have all the resources, you have the courses and the training and everything at your disposal, you know what I'm saying? And what I love about RBO is it, it's a smaller mastermind. There's only 25 of us in it right now in the OG uh, section of it. And uh, so you get to develop deep, deep, deep relationships. Now, you can do that in Apex too, 100%. But there is a lot going on, you know what I'm saying, versus RBO. You know, we meet quarterly and we do a call once a week. And um, so the, the relationships are super deep. You're seeing the same people every time. So it, it kind of forces you to have relationships with everybody. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. And so, um, but what's cool about it is you all kind of scale together. You all kind of develop together. You know, we've got guys in there that have lost 30, 40, 50 pounds. I just ran a marathon. You know, Trevor himself just did 40-something miles. You know what I mean? Brett is training for, a, or Brent is training for a 50-miler. So, like, we... Well, we say we, we, we became a business running club, essentially, but we're all there pushing each other, right? And, you know, they bring in speakers like uh, Justin Prince, you know, is an amazing motivational speaker. They, they bring in speakers that are, you know, like the guys over at uh, Flowchat. They were fantastic, you know, teaching us about how to sell in the DMs, essentially, you know, and not that cheesy way, but that organic, real, genuine way, right? And, you know, they had accounting people on. They have all these experts that bring value to our business, you know, and they just had Doug Mitchell on. I heard he's pretty good at building great sales teams. So, <laughs> so um, I've really been enjoying that, that mastermind as well. And uh, so, you know, my budget is up to 70 to 80 grand a year in masterminds, you know what I mean? Just so you have an idea of what that, costs and what that takes, you know, and obviously now that I'm a hundred percent consulting, you know, it, it makes sense. That's like a marketing budget, you know what I mean? For anybody else. Right. And so it makes a lot of sense to spend that money because typically my clients are coming from the masterminds. Let's be real about it. Right. Um, but I was so against that before I was doing the work for free, <laughs> you know, I didn't want to cannibalize any of the groups or anything. So, you know, if, if you're an entrepreneur, you need to be in a mastermind, okay? And I'm not I'm not saying that you need to go out and join Apex or go out and join RBO. Hell, go out and create your own. A mastermind is a concept, not a not a fee, not a price. You know what I'm saying? You can you can do this without paying a bunch of money every month. You're just going to have to do the work involved. You're going to have to organize everybody, you know what I'm saying? So San Antonio is one of those markets that is underserved in terms of business development, uh, in terms of kind of the the uh, mindset of the business owners there. It is still a very old school, you know, scarcity mindset, which is, you know, if you're in my same business, you're competition. So if I'm in a B&I chapter, 
I don't want to be in a BNI chapter that has another sales consultant in it or a sales team consultant. So it is very much that scarcity mindset, you know. So I could see easily starting a San Antonio-based mastermind. You know, there's different organizations like EO, and there's some other masterminds that um, some of my friends have told me about that are have chapters in San Antonio. But the point I'm trying to make is that you can go out and create your own, even if you know a few other business owners, and then you you just throw it on Facebook like, hey, if you're an entrepreneur and you guys want to chop it up once a week on an hour Zoom call, let's do it. You know what I mean? That is a mastermind, and it's free. The only thing it's costing you is your time, and I guarantee it doesn't matter what level that you're at in business when you when two or more come together in the name of business. <laughs> That's biblical, y'all. Two or more come together in the name of business, you are going to make something great. You are going to get a, a, a problem solved. Because at, at the end of the day, business owners are problem solvers, right? And so if you don't know what I'm quoting is biblical, and it says that whenever two or more gather in God's name or in in uh, prayer, that's divine, right? Or I'm butchering this. The Holy Spirit's present. The Holy Spirit is present whenever two or more are gathered in his name. All right. I'm opening up the church now. <laughs> no, but I, I wanted, you, I wanted to, to take you guys through that a little bit. Because I know some of y'all see all these, you know, my posts about the mastermind events that I'm at and the different things that I'm at. And uh, it, it may seem like, oh, you know, Doug has to shell out all this money to do all this stuff. And, and you don't. You know what I mean? The problem was I came in at the top level. So obviously I don't want to leave my friends in the executive group. And I would literally pay to stay there. <laughs> so that's honestly, that's what you do. You pay for your friends, right? And I, and I know those relationships will not be as deep if I go down to a different group and, you know, only see them uh, once a quarter instead of once a month or once every year. You know what I mean? That's just the way it goes, right? So... I wanted to give you guys some insight into that. If you're already in a mastermind, you know, again, slow down if you can. You don't have to purchase everything that gets thrown at you and those things. You know what I mean? There are a lot of people in there that just offer services that they only offer to the mastermind group, you know. And so I would just say take your time, be a true student, and actually learn from the things that these people are teaching around you. Everybody gives something free. I mean, just alone with the free stuff that you Learn, you can do your first $10 million in business. 100%, I believe in that. So, as always, I appreciate y'all's support. I appreciate y'all listening to the show. And hopefully you got some value today. If you did, will you please do me a favor and go to the reviews in iTunes or um, what's that other platform? That, Spotify. Spotify. iTunes or Spotify, leave us a review. I'm not asking for five stars. I'm asking for an honest one. And uh, leave us a review. And give us a share or tell one of your friends about us. And uh, let's get building. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Building Great Sales Teams. Be sure to execute on what you just heard and let's get building. As always, remember to subscribe and leave a review wherever you consume podcasts. You can also head on over to buildinggreatsalesteams.com and sign up for our newsletter to stay up to date with everything that's going on with the podcast. See you next time.